Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Woohoo! <laughs> Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host today is Senior SEO at Stepforth, Scott Van Ack. Now, John couldn't make it today, so I'm passing along his apologies, but uh, love getting Scott on the show. He's he's a great wingman. How's your day going, man? Uh, busy, but great. Busy makes a week go by quickly. Yes. Then it's the weekend again. We can work on our homes. <laughs> and our turkey. Oh, yes. Yes, it's Canadian Thanksgiving this coming weekend. Yay! Oh, God. And so the girth building begins. <laughs> I've already first, punched a couple holes in my belt for it. <laughs> yeah, first it's Thanksgiving for us. Then we've got Halloween. Then it's onwards to Christmas. There's always stuff going on from there. And, uh, and I think sometimes we even do a turkey on American Thanksgiving just because we can. You know, I, technically, <laughs> so, technically I could because Sarah's, you know, she's got her dual citizenship. We could go all nuts, but thankfully we don't. Oh, perfect. I'll be there. <laughs> so uh, today we're going to jump into a few uh, interesting news features, uh, and and one thing is uh, John and I we're going to be doing this together. So he actually created a whole bunch of notes for us. So thank you, John. Um, and his sort of theme for today was everything old is new again, and it's so true. The Google Dance is back, and yes, not the fun one. Uh, thanks, that's a good. Uh, a good title from Danny Sullivan over on the search engine land. Uh, what's essentially happened is, well, we, it's, it's really just another way of looking at what's been happening, and that is the fact that uh, uh, the Penguin update, the Panda update, and uh, there's also the copyright update, which was anyone who's pirate. infringing on copyright, they could get killed. What's that? Oh, well, they were calling it the pirate update, I think, if I remember right. That's right. Thank you. I've forgotten the name of that. What's the other one there I'm missing here? Um, uh, there was Top Heavy earlier in the year for ads above the fold. I don't know right. if you're thinking of that one. Yeah. And the, the tough part is is the, the, the Top Heavy and the pirate update, I mean, those are, those are well, not one time, but they're, they're certainly not uh, uh, so much of a dance as much as something that happens once in a blue moon. However, the Panda and Penguin updates are happening quite regularly, and, and as a result, it's pretty tough to tell which one you got hit by if you're not following it. And, and Scott, why would it be important to know? So you can track your problems. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and they're so, so different, aren't they? You know, if they hit independently, it's not too, too bad because there's so many people out there writing about what's going on. But if they have an overlap, which I believe they did in, um, was it the end of April? Was it that one? There was one of them, I think, where they overlapped a little bit. And so it just, all heck breaks loose out with that one. Yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> especially for the, the sites out there, and unfortunately there's many that have some weak content, which would be Panda. So if they've got anything that's that's thin, thin content, then they could be hit by that. But they also have some bad links. They won't know which to fix first, which has Google just giggling in its chair. Uh, <laughs> it's mean, great. They, 
as a site owner, you go and you think, oh, all these links must be bad, which in reality they're not, and you delete them, and then you're totally hooped because then you're you're just done. You've got no links that were were helping you. You've taken those away, and then all your bad content is still floating around. And that was the main issue, and you didn't know. Well, and, and I'm sure we're making everyone feel really, really good today and comfortable and <laughs> <laughs> being all gloomy. But the, the fact is you can keep on top of this stuff. And, and, well, none of our listeners are using any of these nefarious tactics anyway, so I'm sure everything is being they, fine. They never would. No, never. Um, <laughs> now, that, that said, you know, just keep on top of it. Search Engine Lance got lots of great content. Search Engine Roundtable. Uh, uh, the one that I saw that was really good was from, oh dear, what was his name? AJ Cohn. He did a fantastic write up, and, and in fact, Danny recommends strongly reading it. It's way more in depth on exactly what's going on there. Or was it? No, sorry, that was for something coming up. The Rally Goes Author. Well, that screwed that up. In any case, (laughs) (laughs) that's the problem with live. No, keep on top of the Google Dance stuff through Search Engine Roundtable, Search Engine Land. I mean, really, is there much that doesn't get can get past those two? I I don't think so. Um, There may be other ones you could follow that might be might be a little faster on the take, but I doubt it. Uh, so you're going to be pretty set if you do that. And, of course, uh, SEO 101, of course. That's critical. Now, yes, yes. Now, something that you're an authority on is uh, the meta keyword, meta keyword tag. <laughs> I know. I, I was kind of bummed about that. You know, I went to all that effort to write uh, the obituary for old Mr. Meta keyword tag, and then a couple hours later, Google's like, oh, he's back. I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> What's yeah. wrong with this world? Scott did this fantastic post. Um, and I'm not just saying it because it's on our, our blog. It is really fun. Uh, it's a good read uh, about Meta Keyword and his downward spiral from being a child uh, star um, uh, to booze and death. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then on the very same day he wrote this, I mean, it was, there, was, there was no planning here. Uh, the very same day Google announces the Meta Keyword tag is back. Now, not the way it used to be. He's been reincarnated in 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 a, in a striped suit now, um, and it's 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 for news sites only. So if you get a news content, then you put in this new meta news tag, uh, meta keyword tag. So uh, then you did a follow up, right? Oh yeah, what did I do? Yeah, they were that it was uh, he was back from the grave, a zombie zombie apocalypse of meta keywords. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, you can see these on the Stepford blog, but um, they're a fun read if you want to laugh. Uh, in any case, uh, it, it is true. Uh, it is back, haunting us once again. God help us all. <laughs> I can't stand that tag. But in any case, it is something that uh, is worth doing. If you have a news website, you happen to be in Google News. That's the key. Not many people can get into Google News unless you have something very official. So keep that in mind. Uh, there's not much point in... Uh, uh, doing it if you don't have that. Uh, now, some of the people that piped up, though, when we when this was this article was written and a lot of the other content out there was discussing uh, the keyword tag, was some people saying, "Well, I still use it because other search engines use it." Um, and you know what? I can't say that's a bad idea. I just prefer not to use it at all. <laughs> it's just my preference because really, your site should give a lot of the, a lot away, really, about what your site's about. Why do you need a keyword tag? Any thoughts on that? 
Yeah, I totally agree. I don't use it. Um, you know, you look at, I, I haven't looked at the numbers recently, but I think uh, Bing, Yahoo, slash Google combined is what, like 98% market share or something like that. So it's, you know, I, I'm not focusing on, you know, Alta Vista, which I was surprised to learn a few weeks ago is still around. Um, you know, I'm sure some people use it, but do we care? I don't know. They, they don't know what they're looking for anyways if they're using that search engine. Right. I, well, I have something interesting. I'm sort of torn, though, with this whole news keyword tag because, you know, Google says it's not going to really do a lot of good and it's sort of to replace keyword or replace headlines like Wall Street lays an egg is the example they use where there's no keyword relevance and you can't really figure out what the article's about. And so they say, well, use this news keyword tag as an alternative because that'll help you to get ranked for this. But on the flip side, they say it's not going to hold much weight, but if they're using it as an alternative to the headline for the article, well, it's got to hold some weight. So, and then why would you write the new article with, you know, just sort of this catchy phrase that has nothing to do with relevance just to get people to read it when you could do both? So you think doing both would help boost rankings? I don't know, but it just seems like uh, keep doing what you're doing, but use the tag as well. Forget about trying to have your creative freedom in the title because that's still going to count. They're not going to discount the value of that, I wouldn't think. Yeah, it's it's all about whether or not they can make sense of it. Um so, you know, what I see, there's a, a, a good point in doing that, but you tend to think the description tag is going to add the relevance it needs or the understanding, right? Um, I don't really understand why the keyword news keyword tag would have to be there to help. Am I missing something? No, I don't think you are. I think uh, we'll be writing an obituary for news keywords within the next little while. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to send... Uh, uh, the guys from Supernatural after it or something. They can blow it in the next... <laughs> it's just trouble. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite show. I love that show. Um, should, should you yeah, have a show about whether to use commas or not? Oh, <laughs> good God. No, not again. Uh, commas. Should there be a space plus a comma between the keywords? Or or oh, should they be all be capitalized? Um, <laughs> just how many times can that particular keyword be said in the same keyword tag? Oh, dear God. Yeah, I remember going through all those questions a lot i mean you know what at the time it was it was important and people were confused but they were a little too literal i mean you just don't want to use the same keyword a lot i mean make it logical is really what it comes to oh anyway yeah just give me the willies um it's halloween already um well you know what let's take a quick break and we come back we're going to talk about the rel equals author tag and some manual action by google and that just sounded really dirty anyway we'll talk in a bit <laughs> SEO 101 will be back right after recess. money because of a poorly designed website? Frustrated by low conversion rates on your online campaigns? Then come to Conversion Conference East 2012. Brasco here for WebmasterRadio.fm inviting you to Conversion Conference East 2012 October 9th and 10th in my backyard Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Learn strategies used by the world's top conversion usability and testing experts to turn more clicks into customers. Immerse yourself in two days of interactive learning from 33 breakout sessions and three incredible keynotes from landing page optimization Guru Tim Ash, Christian scientist Brian Massey, and the brain lady Susan Weinshank. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 10% discount on your pass. When you register online at conversionconference.com with the promo code WMFM. Don't be left out. Join us at Conversion Conference East 2012, October 9th through 10th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Go to conversionconference.com or click on the Conversion Conference logo on the WebmasterRadio.fm website now. 
building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Start your search engine and set your servers into overdrive. It's webmasterradio.fm steering you into the winner's circle. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. And today, my co-host John can't be here. So, co-host Scott Vanak, Senior SEO at Stepforth, is here. Thanks for joining us, Scott. Hey, you're welcome. I'm glad to be here. Now, uh, when we cut off there, we were talking about uh, Google confirming a, well, this is what we're going to get into anyway, rel equals author. So to those that don't know what the hell this means, and, and I totally understand, uh, rel equals author is something you can add to, uh, add to content that you've written online to give Google some concept of which author created a bulk piece of content. Like, for example, one piece of content, they can see, all right, this was written by Ross Dunn. This piece of content was written by Scott Van Ack. This piece of content. And what they can do is they can start to bulk them together so they know that all of Scott's articles are here, all of Ross's are here, and they can see based on how people um, interact with those articles, say how long they were staying at them, um, how often they're shared, uh, how often they're read on a daily basis, all this stuff, just how powerful that author is. And it's becoming what's called an author rank. Now, that's not official uh, that I understand. I think it's still kind of an uh, inter-SEO term. But this author rank is going to be very powerful. And to, to uh, illustrate just how pop- powerful it is, Google has changed how it works online. So what happens is, let's say um, I go to Scott's uh, article, uh, uh, the, the one about... Um, a meta keyword is dead, uh, and I go there and I spend some time on it. This is the key thing. I spend time. I read it, and then I click back and go back to Google. Uh, what will happen is if I've spent time, Google's going to show an additional box below the search result he saw before, uh, this, this user saw before, and it's going to say more articles from Scott Van Ack, and those, they're going to appear there. And they don't necessarily have any relevance to what you just looked at. Maybe some of them will, maybe the first two will or something, but maybe the third or fourth will have perhaps no relevance, but were very popular articles. Uh, now, 
this is the thing that uh, AJ Cohn, um, I think his, his website's called Blind Five Year Old. <laughs> no idea why, but it's, it is a good site. Um, and uh, AJ, did I just type that in AJ, and then Cohn is K O H N, and uh, a very good writer. Um, lots of really good insight. So check that out. Um, and I believe there's an article from Dan, uh, or a link from Danny Sullivan's uh, uh, post on this particular issue, so it's a hidden value to being in a, uh, using a rel equals author. And just recently, uh, Google sent out confirmations to a lot of us writers who hadn't been using or hadn't had our, our images showing up in Google search. Um, so that's the other benefit that if you don't know about this, that you wouldn't know is if you use the rel equals author, Google can attribute a particular article to you, and that article shows up in rankings. Uh, they at one point may, pardon me, may have put your image right next to it, so your headshot, which stands out beautifully in search results. It gives you a better chance of getting a click-through and, and creates a little branding. Well, uh, that was only happening to a very relatively small percentage of the writing community. Well, then they sent out this huge update and said to, to myself, in fact, I took forever to get on there. I don't know why. I guess I'm not writing enough lately. Um, and they said, hey, yours is active now. And it was great. They showed a whole bunch of the content I've written over the years. In fact, there's hundreds that showed up. So all of a sudden, Google knows who I am, what I've been writing, and at least visually is showing me what it knows. And uh, I get my headshot next to any time that content appears in search results. So hugely powerful and uh, something you shouldn't forget. Now, Scott, have you seen anything else in that realm that's of interest? Um, I haven't really seen anything else related, but what I have noticed is I've tried to get this replicated on my own uh, at my own desk here, and I can't seem to do it. So I'm wondering if it's just available in the U.S. right now or if they've rolled it out to Canada. Um, I saw an article by uh, Matt McGee, so basically the exact same thing. And I tried his example, and I can't get it to replicate. So I'm, And I, I left his article open for five minutes, so I would hope that would be long enough. So I, I don't know. I haven't actually seen an example of it firsthand. Well, here's a link. I just sent you something. Uh, essentially, anyone else who wants to see this, I put my name, so Ross Dunn, Seeing Red. It's an article I did. In fact, you could just type in uh, Seeing Red, I bet, uh, Red Z. No, see, that didn't work. I had to put my name in there. That's too bad. But if I did that, um, in my, my old article, Seeing Red, Search Engine Red Z Reviewed, um, showed my image. Does it show up for you, Scott? I see your image, yeah, but I well, obviously, I don't yet see the uh, the more articles by section. That's the part I'm not seeing. Um, no, which is no that 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 takes time, I guess. Once you've spent time on the the page and then go back, that's so you when go you back see later. that. Yeah, you have to spend time to prove that you were actually doing it. So this is yet another. This is very interesting too. Um, there was more conjecture that Google was considering uh, bounce time. You know how often how fast someone went to a result and then came back. Um, there's conjecture whether or not that was actually having any effect on algorithms. Uh, and, in fact, when I was at a uh, SMX, I believe it was with you, Scott, or uh, the SMX Advanced last time I went to it. Uh, actually, I'm not sure. It might have been actually the most recent one I saw on video. In any case, Matt Cutts said, no, he, as far as he knows, it's not having any effect on algorithmic rankings. And, and maybe that's still the case. I don't think so. Personally, I think it's crazy if they don't use that. But you know now that at least they are tracking it. You know, in terms of absolute known quantities, we know they're tracking it because that's what they're using in this very instance. How fast are you bouncing back? Uh, if you're going right back to search results, then 
you know that the, the quantity or the quality isn't as good. If if you're or perhaps that's not always the case, but perhaps isn't as good. If you stay there for a while, again, most likely the content is better. Anyways, so they are watching that. I think that's quite interesting to 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 have one hundred percent confirmation on. Now the next piece is <laughs> the manual action by Google. Yeah, sorry for that earlier. I just no, no comment. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, and and actually, Scott, I didn't get a chance to look at this, but uh, I know you did a little more prep than I did. So the manual action by Google, Google, quote unquote, might not have a big impact on your rankings. Now, what was this about? Um, it's sort of essentially if you have a penalty that corresponds or correlates with um, an algorithmic penalty at the same time. So one example that they gave in one of the articles I read was let's say you've got a whole bunch of spam links and they're actually contributing to your good rankings and then you get a a manual penalty that says oh this guy's spamming like crazy so they pull your rankings down Um, eventually they lift the penalty but when they lift the penalty uh, so that's good but these spam links that used to contribute to your rankings are now being ignored so you have no longer this penalty looming over you but the links that contributed to your rankings are also now gone. So you've got to rebuild that to bring yourself back up. So just because the penalty is lifted doesn't mean that your rankings are going to improve because why was the penalty there in the first place? Were you penalized for something bad that was actually having positive impact on your rankings before the penalty? Hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> I don't know. It's Monday. Things are having a difficult time making sense. <laughs> I think my head's too much in my house. But, uh, yeah, it's... Um, uh, a bit confusing, I would say, but uh, I, I think that uh, there's far too many penalties and manual actions going on over Google. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on. I'm turning into a child here. Um, the next one, and this came up today, and I love this, is the Google Tag Manager. Uh, I, I didn't even know this was coming. I didn't know anything about this. In fact, it might be part because I don't do a lot with corporate massive corporate sites like John does, who's not here uh, today, but is it's called Google Tag Manager, and it's just been released. And what it allows you to do, and, and, and I'm going to try and paraphrase this, essentially you can put a piece of script on your site uh, where you might have put in Google Analytics code somewhere, so people you could track how people go through your website. You just put a piece of code on your site, and then a separate website called Google Tag, Tag Manager or a separate application will manage what codes appear on your site. So you could literally go to Google Tag Manager, say, I want to um, add, I want to track error codes on my page. Now, normally that would require, for those that don't know, would require a little extra uh, code added to your Google Analytics code on your site. So you actually have to make a site-wide change. And it's a bit of a pain, especially if you have to get everything verified and all this stuff through uh, oversight at your company. Whereas with Google Tag Manager, you can now go there and just enable that and instantly it updates your whole site. Voila, done. So it makes managing any tags, any tracking information, AdWords tags, um, anything like that, a breeze, apparently. Again, we haven't had a chance to use this, but I'm enamored with the idea. Uh, now, I know I threw this at you at the very last minute, Scott. Did you get a chance to look at it at all? Scott? No? Can you oh, hear me? sorry. Uh, yeah, I I, uh, I was muted. Um, uh. <laughs> anyways. 
Uh, okay, anyways, um, I looked at it very briefly, and um, I really don't know much about it. However, you know, it certainly looks like it would help with productivity in a big way. Especially, like you said, if you've got a million-page corporate website or something, that's, uh, you know, depending on how your site's built, it's it could be a huge time saver. Well, yeah, and the one thing that I thought was pretty cool, uh, to put it mildly, is that the tag manager, uh, a lot of the common questions that you would imagine would be, well, well, can I ship tables? Because what if they break my site? Because a lot of people own the sites and they hire a marketing company to do it. Someone like <clears throat> Stephworth, and <laughs> very subtle. Um, and when they do the site changes, or you know, say they add something to the code, they're worried that it might break the site. Well, they actually have thought of this ahead of time. Thank goodness. And Google has made it so you can preview the code, ensure it's. It's even got a verification process to make sure that whatever you're putting in won't break the site. It sounds phenomenal, and I'm really looking forward to working with it because, frankly, it is a pain in the butt adding this code. You you, you sort of think twice about testing anything when you have to go through an entire site and change it. But if you have to just go to a page, add a piece of code, and press save, wow, that's that's awesome. So on that note, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to answer a question from one of our listeners, and uh, I think Scott and I might rant a little bit about a competitor analysis uh, kind of work we've been doing lately. Thanks so much. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and by Scott Fenach, Senior SEO at Stepforth Inc. Now, Scott's... Uh, covering today for john john couldn't be here today but uh we just wanted to get to a couple questions or a couple things before we ended up the, the the show today and one of them is from let's see here david stanford he says thanks for the great show i was hoping you could cover what seo toolkits you would recommend and or which ones you use hey looking for the the secret sauce are you <laughs> 
<laughs> it's no problem, but it really isn't much of a secret. Um, what I'll do is I'll actually post a link to um, uh, the page on our on Stepforth. We actually list them. Yeah, we yeah we put out everything um, called recommended web marketing tools. So you can find it under resources on our site. Um, now in there we talk about uh, Raven tools. I really like that program. Uh, it's got a lot of well, frankly, they're on the way to becoming the all encompassing tool for doing just about anything from link building, uh, even some AdWords monitoring to tier research, and most importantly, for our clients anyways, they love seeing search engine ranking reports. And as much as that is painful for us at times, uh, because frankly, wherever you are in the world, things change a bit. So it's not the most accurate thing, but they are the most accurate that I know of. Um, they're and very good, very uh, very reasonable priced, and and uh, these guys are always um, iterating and adding great new products and uh, um, services for no cost. So, uh, on top of what you pay, yeah. So it's very good. Um, what's the next one you think? God, I've got a few in my mind, but yeah, I'd say Raven is definitely number one, hands down. Um, the next one I probably use the most is probably ahrefs dot com. Uh, they're fantastic with uh, you know inbound link information and they do some site analysis and things like that and and very very good similar to majestic seo in a lot of ways um you know they, they, they both do their jobs very well especially when you're doing competitor analysis or analyzing uh what your inbound marketing situation is like you know what i really like about ahrefs and i i never thought i'd be a, a, a huge fan of any kind of tool like this because you know raven seemed to do what i needed but um, Ahrefs mixes Majestic SEO, SEMrush, and some elements of link research tools all in one, which that's pretty phenomenal because uh, you know, I think it's only 80 bucks a month. And uh, um, link research tools by far is the most advanced that I know of for doing very aggressive uh, link building research or uh, competitive link research, that kind of stuff. But, you know, you're talking, what is it, 200 a month? 400 a month? I can't remember. It's a lot of money. And it's worthwhile if you're really cranking out the work. But for a small business, it's, it's, it's a tough sell. Whereas Ahrefs, that's A-H-R-E-F, R-E-F-S dot com, is, uh, it's great. So actually, that's actually we don't have on our tools page yet. No, it's not there yet. Um, another thing about Ahrefs is that it's, it's visually appealing. The charts they give you look good. Um, you know, it's relatively intuitive to use. It's very, you can pick it up and, and learn it very quickly. Yeah, yeah. So, good pitch for them there. But uh, yeah, we, yeah, we really like. Are we gonna cut now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please, actually, that's the other thing. If, if anyone, you know, we're we're pitching because we use them honestly. But uh, we, yeah, we, we need to eat too. So if you do go to our recommended web marketing tools page and click from there, that'd be hugely appreciated. Because sometimes we do an affiliate link, not all the time, but occasionally we do, and we get a few bucks, and and that just helps. Uh, so it's up to you guys, but that'd be great if you could. Um, in addition, what uh, I'm trying to think, like I I do have um, marketing uh, no market market samurai, it's called. I haven't used that a lot lately, but it is has been invaluable when I'm doing niche research, trying to determine which uh, keywords maybe under um, under marketed that you could you know some low hanging fruit that kind of thing. It's been quite effective and doing some big keyword research that takes a lot of time it's very effective so that's another one i recommend I'm trying to think there's anything else that i use a lot 
You know, there's one that I, I use surprisingly often, and it's just kind of old school, and that's Zenu Link Sleuth. Um, basically, just for spidering, getting some statistics on um, how many pages there are on a website, you know, and, and how spiderable is it, and is there a block that the spider's going to get stuck on, and you know, it, it's loosely helpful, but I, I find myself going to it quite frequently, and it's not, and considering it's free, it's uh, that much better. And ancient. Has it ever been updated? It, I don't know. I remember using it when I started, what, 10 years ago? And I don't think it's changed. I don't think there's been an update for it in 10 years. It's a, it's a golden oldie. And uh, you know, there, it, it's, it was one thing that you can't underestimate. And all these tools, using them and getting anything out of them requires experience. You know? um, you'll get something out of them, no question. Uh, whether it's what you need and whether you can see through the, between the lines, that's another thing entirely. And, and you know, um, I'm not saying what we do is rocket science by any means, but there there's a certain amount of expertise, thank goodness, otherwise we'd be at a job. <laughs> uh, so you know, just keep in mind that you know, these things are great, but you'll get way more advantage out of them if you know it, uh, you know, if you've done some background research and maybe taken a course or two. So keep that in mind. And, and to tie things up, uh, one thing that I wanted to share was uh, I saw this fantastic uh, – we do a lot of competitor analysis at Stepforth, and, and if you have anyone out there who, who could use a little – well, would love to know how their competitors are succeeding above them, let us know because uh, we love doing it. But one of the things I noticed lately was uh, a website was trying to get a ranking and actually had uh, for a – Really obscure long tail phrase, but the reason they showed up when I was doing competitor analysis is a competitor happened to have a ton of links from these. And it was like thousands of links, obviously a site-wide link. So I wanted to figure out whether or not the, the competitor owned it, you know, whether it was a contrived link. And it turned out it was. Uh, what had happened is they'd gone and they bought this marketing template. And <laughs> they'd, they'd done a whole bunch of work marketing this thing. And it had, uh, you know... Pretty much everything on it was scraped. Uh, in other words, they'd taken it from other sites. And it was very, quote-unquote, relevant from a spam perspective. <laughs> it was about marketing. and But what made me laugh was, you know, if you're going to be bad, like black hat bad and doing stuff that you're trying to be typical with, you typically wouldn't want to leave at the bottom of your footer of your page uh, marketing template by and affiliate marketing site by i mean come on and it and they linked right to the site which is all about creating these scraper sites it, it was just it was hilarious i i know that's probably inside laughter i mean you, other people are like what but the stuff we see sometimes just make me shake my head did you order the template i did i did yeah okay <laughs> no, no thank you those uh oof, those days are thank god very very far gone and yes i I did my silliness at one point in the lever, but uh, learned a lot from there. So, anyways, thanks everyone for joining us today, and thank you, Scott, for covering uh, John's ass. Uh, it was a uh, good to have you on. Yeah, he's going to order uh, <clears throat> owe me a few beer when he gets back. I've yeah, covered him a few pizza. times, so beer's harder to send to your house. You just, just just ask for pizza or something. Yeah, yeah, he can do that. That's good. <laughs> so if anyone out there has any questions you'd like to share with us please feel free to send them and I love it uh, to my email address ross at stepforth.com that's s-t-e-p-f-o-r-t-h dot com or you can post it on facebook.com slash seo 101 podcast now uh, another thing too is uh, if you have any comments or anything about how we can improve the show or anything whatsoever please do let us know and we have a 
app now on the iPhone and on Android, which you can listen to the show anytime you'd like. It's not just SEO 101. It's all of webmasterradio.fm. So check that out and download it immediately. It's got some really cool features and uh, I'm quite, quite pleased to be associated with it. So check it out. And uh, I guess that's it. Have a great week, everyone. And remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Until then, have a wonderful week. of webmasterradio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the VR 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.